Good day, everyone. Um, this is Amara Chuyigotu Wanko from the Funsa Care Team. And in view of the University Mental Health Day, we are having this podcast to educate everyone about mental health and university life. And on set today, we have very special people from Ifumsa. Each class is represented powerfully. Um, from the Tenacious class, we have me, of course, Amara Chim. And from Unicus Medicus, we have Gabriel, a.k.a. Gifted Hands. Hello, guys. <laughs> then from Exipnos Medicus, we have Idera. Hi, hi. And from Starwarts, we have Ebenezer, the Honorable General Secretary. Hi, everyone. Yeah. Then from the Excelsius, we have our Honorable Madam VP, <laughs> Victoria Shitu. Hello. And finally, the last but definitely not the least, the number one director um, of Fumsa Care Team, also the um, MBCHB in view <laughs> by Nayek, leaving us soon. We have Dami Lola. Hi. I'm nice to be here. Nice to meet Nice to have you here too. Yeah, so just before we get started, let's just have a little bit overview of what the University Mental Health Day is. So, University Mental Health Day is actually like was actually put together to bring together um, university community so we can make mental health a university-wide priority and create ongoing year-round change to the future of student mental health. So, and um, if you are like kind of current you should know by now that mental health is a big issue everywhere it's like the biggest subject it's the hottest subject everywhere because it's like it's affecting everyone basically so we're going to start from the basics right and um for the basics we're going to be talking about what mental health is and who who is better to explain the definition of mental health other than Avastoria herself madam Vipi, tell us what is your (laughs) definition of mental health what's and we say mental health is okay so my definition would be three things mental health would be how anything you do at all your surrounding your environment affects the way you think how you act and the way you feel that's like okay. the summary okay. but if you go by the who definition you, know, you have to go by the standard <laughs> definition so you now define it as a state of well-being in which a person can identify his own capacities you can contribute to your society and work productively yeah, you can cope with the stressors of life and then you can contribute effectively to the society. But everything will still affect how you feel, how you think, and how you act. Ah, thank you very, very much, Madam Vivi. Very good one from us. So if you want to find out more of what mental health is all about, please check our IG page at Ifumsa Care Team. Our um, very, I think our second post, Are We All Mental? That is the particular post that outlines uh, mental health. Secondly, we are going to be asking Idera, Either, do you think mental health awareness is important? Is it necessary? Or is it like, is it just teenagers trying to just act all, I don't know, full of themselves? Um, from your question, I think lots of people think that mental health is something that's just coming in now. Whereas, if you look at the older generation, they had mental health issues without knowing. 
So I think the awareness and the information going around now, it's very, very important and it's what everyone needs. Even the non-teenagers, mm-hmm. the older people, the younger people, everyone needs it at some point. So everyone needs mental health awareness, so you should definitely stick around to hear the end of this. So why do you think mental health awareness is important? Well, because your mental health in one way or the other contributes to every other aspect of your life. Um, I think if you are well mentally, everything is alright and you're a fully functioning human being, everything else just flows better. So everyone needs that to have a complete, fulfilled life. Thank you very much. So you need your mental health intact to have a complete, fulfilled life. Thank you very much, Indira. So our next question is actually going to be for Madam Director, Damilala. Reason being that, I mean, for you to have spent six let's say six classes and six plus years exactly. in medical so everybody knows that medical emphasis on the plus <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows that medical school they choke like they even choke from on. part one yeah. but like you've spent six you've done six classes here six good classes so how have you been able to keep your mental health in optimal condition okay so i think the first thing to put out there is my mental health hasn't been in optimal condition at every point. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just one thing. Because, I mean, it's going to be um, me just trying to go off and say, oh, yes, um, I've been good, I've kept it all together. But really, that's not the truth. So it's okay not to have everything together, all right? But, well, let me say, as the stresses came, how was I able to actually cope with it part time? I would say that the approach in different situations were different. And it depends and it depends actually on what was actually happening at that point in time. So for example, okay, let me share some practical examples, especially when I entered into college, right? So you just come from um, secondary school, then you enter into part one, and it's basically physics and chemistry and the regular things you're used to. And then you enter into college and you're like, ah, I'm I'm good. I mean I didn't have any issues, I ah, I have the stuff. And then I afternoon. <laughs> And then anatomy first in course comes, the result comes and they're like, what? What is this? I start seeing skulls that are almost looking like shoe sizes, you know. It's really crazy, honestly. At that point, you start to mess with your self-esteem. So the first thing I did was trying to get, surround myself with the right set of people. It's very important because the kind of people you are surrounded with actually matters the kind of things you'll be hearing at every point in time. And so people who would always feed me with positive words, who would remind me why I chose medicine in the first place, who would tell me that I can do this, right? So I had to surround myself with people who had a like mind, who had a vision. And also, um, surrounding myself with, you know, the right material. I mean, on being like having access to the internet is actually a blessing. And people don't actually use it to their advantage. I mean, follow Ifumsa Kietim. It's one of the support systems. Yes, follow Ifumsa Kietim. I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) So it's one of those things. I surround myself with good um, support online, offline. I I watch things I listen to. I have affirmations, daily affirmations I was doing during that time. I was doing it every day. I was religious by it. And I had people to keep me in check. I had people to hold me accountable to these things. Um... Generally, just also looking at your strengths. So at times when you're having these issues with your self-esteem, you have to look at your strengths and focus on those things. Because during those times, you start to forget the things that you're actually good at. And you feel like, I'm not even good at anything. But I started to remind myself, oh, damn, you're actually smart. You're actually good um, artist. I, I, I was trying to remember other things I could do. Oh, you can actually sing well. You're actually good with people. There are other things that you're so good at. Even if right now it seems like you're failing at something. So 
I think they're one of the few things. Thank <laughs> that you I did. very much. Thank you. Yes. So number one, surround yourself with positive people, not people that are always in school and scam. I mean, <laughs> number two, and go don't to, be one of those people. Yes, please. don't be one of those people. And number two, go to Infumsa Care Team for positive information and resources. Thank you very much, Damilola, for that. So, gifted and yes, Mr. Yes. Gabriel from the Unicus Medicus class. So, you guys just wrote your first set of MBA exams. I mean, mm. the preparations must have been mad. Like, she just said, first in course and the first MBA exams. And exam preparations are like one of the worst. Like, the ex- excess caffeine that you take, the stress, the sleepless nights, running like your circadian reading becomes like rubbish. So, how do you deal with that stress? How did you, you know, deal? with the stress of preparing for like the first huge exams of college knowing that failure was a possibility okay okay um uh, that's a very i think that's a very real question i i didn't i didn't expect to answer such a very real question i would say okay but then basically um i had to um surround myself like um our director here said I surrounded myself with my course mates. You know, I was staying off key. I had to leave there and come to campus because this was real business. Yeah. You see, if I fail, it will affect my mental health. So I had to do what was good for my mental health then. So I came to campus, I had to read, you know, and you know the, the good thing about being with your course mates is that when you guys move stuff together, you actually like, okay, yes, I'm actually there. You see, one of the things that affects your mental health is when you feel like okay, you are you are you are useless, you're not adding any value, like you feel like you can't do things, you feel like like you are incapable, you know. But then when you surround yourself with your friends, you guys are doing the same things. You guys are, you know, moving stuff together. Yes, it tends to build your confidence level, and which is which is one one uh, one aspect of a mental health that you need to you need to pay attention to your confidence. So the exam was actually very stressful, but um, I think that was one thing that really worked for me, being around being around my friends, my classmates, basically. Yeah. So I think the environment played a major major impact on on my on the sources of my exam. Thank you very, very much. Your environment matters a whole lot. So keep that at the back of your mind when next you're preparing for MBA exams. <laughs> and I think um, on that note, we should actually congratulate the new Path for students. They created okay. the perfect <laughs> environment I mean, for everybody. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Mr. Jensek, we want to talk about SAPA. <laughs> SAPA is the number one problem that child, in fact, our mental health and SAPA, they are like are enemies. <laughs> they are so enemies. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand that you actually do have. You know, you and Sakwa, you guys who are business. You guys don't see eye to eye, but seeing that um finances and money affects our mental health directly. And as students, there's always this problem of money never being enough. You always have to buy one manual, you always have to buy food, you always have to buy data to be able to join, you know, online classes. How would you say a student can undo finances and what would you say they should do? Like, if they are having issues with finances and it's affecting their mental health, how do you suggest that they handle such situations? Well, um, I'm going to speak halfway from personal experience. Um, the first thing I should start with is um, that you should never keep quiet. That is the very first thing. You should always say something. If you are going through anything, it applies for everything. 
good financial problems, you should always say something. See, there are people out there that actually that are ready to help you, despite no matter the how difficult the um, the financial situation is. I remember, I think it was in part two. Yes, I was in part two then, and I think I had um, like some home issues and things was kind of things were kind of difficult at home. And then I was just depressed. And I didn't even go for practicals and stuff. And I was just discussing with one of my friends. I think that evening I went to buy something and I saw him on the street. And I just like mentioned something. I was just like, ah, why didn't you say something since? And he helped me out, and I was able to like at least continue, let's say, survive. If I to use that word for that month, and. That, that is just it and since then I've, I've never kept quiet like since then I, I realized that if I'm going through financial problems the truth is that the best way and the only way to survive it in med- to survive like that in medical school is to say something because you have medical school to think of you have so many things to think of you can't abandon medical school to go and work or can do, to go and do anything True. so and if let's say you're calling home you're calling this place you're calling this place nobody is saying anything the best place to turn to is to your closest friends, the friends that are closest to you. Yeah. Not necessarily the ones that, let's say, have money, yeah. because most of the time they might not even help you. But those ones that are close, closest to you, they might not even request for the money back. Mm. So those are the ones you just speak to. So, um, so if you're having any issue, basically, like in medical school right now, of course, the FUMSA care team is always ready to listen to you and help you in whatever way, especially this financially. Mm-hmm. Financial um financial I can we have to we have capable people in FUMSA, mm-hmm. like capable people and I'm very sure the FUMSA care team is looking at how they can rope them in to um <laughs> to um, help to help good. us yeah, yeah nice. you. from you well we also have a there sitting down here so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, so of course, there are all those people that are, that are ready to help you. Believe me, believe in me, there are people that are ready to help. So don't sit quiet, don't be quiet. True. Speak to people. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much, Honorable Ebenezer. So one of some of the hashtags we're actually using for the um, thing for the University Mental Health Day are hashtag open up. Hashtag speak up, yeah. hashtag step up. Mm. Nobody can know if you're having a problem except you open your mouth to talk. Yeah. And yes, yeah, sometimes you might open up and someone might, I mean, they might not like they might take advantage of that situation. But what matters the most is that it's out there and there's this, there's a probability that help will come. So please don't keep it. If Sakwa is killing you, speak <laughs> up, speak <laughs> up. <laughs> speak <laughs> up. <laughs> we are here for care team day for you. Yeah, so um, I'd also I'd love to direct this question at Gabriel again. Mm. Okay, you say you live off campus. Is there anybody that live on campus here? Or that spend some time living in the hostels, school hostels? Hey, no, nah, yeah. I, I do that. Okay. Now. I do that now. okay, so okay, let me ask Gabriel then. Okay. Yeah, so living with new people can be a chore sometimes, especially when you jam devil's distant cousin. There are some roommates that <laughs> if you see them, you'd pray you did not even meet them. So how do you deal with living with new people? Like you're coming and you're sharing your space with them and you're sharing, you know, these things. Some of them will take your rice and you're shouting, who took my rice? And you're all sitting there looking at you like, what's happening? So how do you deal with living with new people? Hey, okay, okay. First, first off, first off, you have to know yourself. And you have to know yourself, basically. And staying with new people, we actually able to know yourself better. 
So I think same with new people is 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 a blessing in disguise. But it can be tough at times, basically. But I know my kind of person, so I relate with people based on my kind of person, and I try to know the kind of people who my roommates are, so that I can be able to relate with them. You know, I, I, as a medical student, is is not far fetched that we have to read books a lot. We have to be very observant. So, so I, I read books, so I kind of I'm able to observe people. You know, like I kind of know our uh, Avastoria is our vice president. I know the person some. It's kind of personality, some some of the personality of our director, some of the personality. So those are the ways I, I tend to you know to cope with people. You know, you have to know people basically so that I can be able to relate with them. So and um, luckily for me, luckily for me, apart from the fact that I have to read books and you know observe people, luckily for me, I've not really had issues with with, yeah. with, with roommates. You know, I have not really had issues with them. Maybe because I pray a lot. <laughs> but then, but then you're not the only one that prays. So maybe too, I used to pray. Yeah, I think I want to just add something from my year one. It was really drastic for me throughout secondary school. I never lived in the boarding house, so coming into school, I was just like, okay. I've been on my own, so I never really knew how it was to live with people. But I think one thing, living with new people teaches you is tolerance. And it kind of stretches your threshold of like testing how far you can actually go. But one thing I want to just add is, at the same time, do not be taken for granted. Because it's, it seems that people just see this girl like, oh, I think she's naive. Let's take advantage of her. So you have to actually apply wisdom in the fact that you actually address issues. You have to understand who they are. But don't also be afraid to speak up. Don't also be afraid to address when people are actually doing things that are wrong to you. I mean, for example, I noticed people were just using my things anyhow. And see, I'll just like, see, I'm sorry. You know, the way I'll actually approach it would be, you know, from a polite point of view, mm-hmm. but still being assertive and letting them know that, please, I would appreciate if you don't do this anymore. You understand and all of us today we are even still in touch like it's really a very cool experience afterwards so i think as much as yes you are nice and everything please i think it's also important that you are not actually um being trampled upon you are not actually suffering in silence because these things too can actually impact your mental health negatively yeah yeah, yeah that's true thank you very much I, and be also about speaking up too i think setting boundaries is important mm-hmm. right from pretty great days one like entered into a room and i was sharing room with people i'll just tell them don't touch my water from the very first day and i'm like you can touch every other thing but don't touch my water once i fetch water and i come back i do not want to see an empty bucket please and i'll be laughing and i'll be saying that i'm like i'm laughing and i'm playing right now but i mean if it happens you definitely do not want to see my reactions so i never had issues with anyone touching my water and i always made sure i said it that you break anything you replace it so if you're using my mirror if i come back and it's broken you're replacing it so anything you're using so everybody was using my stuff with care basically and the only thing they broke was my mirror and the person replaced it <laughs> so i think setting boundaries like you said not letting people trample on you is very very important so yeah. thank you very much gabriel thank you very much damilola okay i was going to ask a question like relatively similar to this and i wanted to ask damilola because she had spoken about emotional intelligence and it was more or less like okay the university is an ecosystem of people interconnected by several dots so on a daily basis, you definitely meet new people, get paired up with new people in groups and practicals and social settings. You can even get stopped by strangers, those DLC brothers and sisters, sister come and pray, Anglo Moles. Those ones that used to show up in front of your hostel, sister, I'm in front of your hostel, I came to see you and all of that. So interacting with new people and making new friends and 
meeting new people and you know it's a strange world all of a sudden how do you think people can deal with that in such a way that it doesn't begin to affect them mentally and how do you think that situation also affects people mentally okay so um I like the fact that you started that, you know, the world is an ecosystem and people have to definitely interact. So you can't survive effectively without interacting with anybody. I mean, we're here in medical school because we definitely interact with people and in medical school, you need people on your journey. So I think one thing that we should know is that be open to learn from people. I think that's one thing. That's why people feel like it's very easy for me to make friends, very easy for me to get along with people because I'm open-minded. Knowing that people come from different cultural backgrounds, different family, have different ideologies that may not be similar to yours, the first thing that you have to do in interacting with them is to have an open mind. So when someone comes, don't judge people by oh how they look or whatever. Just try to get to know them genuinely for who they are. And you would find a lot of beautiful things that you can learn from them. You know, how different cultures, you know, interact. Like, oh, you know, I had a friend who was from Calabar and she taught me different kind of soups from their from their region. Yeah. And it's just one of the beautiful things. Yes, I can be very well right now. I'm telling you. So yeah, so those are the one of the beautiful things in learning people. But you know, understanding interaction is that you have to know the limits of people entering into your space. You have to understand your values, and that's why I love what Amarachi said about boundaries. As much as possible, you still need to have your values intact. You still have to know the things you stand for, because you would be meet so many people, and it's almost like a tussle. People are trying to win you over to their side, or you're trying to win them over to your side. You know, it's an interaction of so many things happening at once. Yeah. So at the at the end of the day, it's about how much you know yourself. How, how much you know yourself and how much you're willing to let in. So as much as you're interacting with people, you, st- you should still know your core values. You should still know the things that like, that, that could you, yeah, that make you you. So someone should not just come and just say, okay, this is what I think it is and you don't really have anything you stand for. You don't really know where you are. So it's good to know yourself. I used to say being self-aware is the greatest gift you can ever give yourself. And the thing about being self-aware is that like, there's no height to self-awareness. It's a journey. Yeah. This is who I am today in 2022. In the next five years, I'm evolving. Yeah. So you need to keep putting yourself in check. You need to keep asking yourself, why do I do the things I do? Take, see, this you know, assessment test that people do about their personalities, that people think is overrated. It's not. These things are not overrated. It's good to know who you are. It's good to have times of meditation, times of introspective thinking. No, what do you want out of life? And those things that you want out of life is what will help you to know the kind of people that you need on that journey and understanding that the the essence of different relationships you have in your life sometimes are transient some people are just with you for for a season and just get what you have to get from them for that season don't try to hold on more than that do you understand so i think it's it's a constant journey like this is something we can't even say in a day it's something that you keep doing and honestly relationships are beautiful (laughs) relationships are beautiful Yes, I I, I, I I really liked what um, um, Madame Director said. Knowing yourself is very important. Yeah. Knowing yourself, self is, in fact, many of the issues, many of the mental health issues can be can be at least so fifty percent by self examination. Knowing yourself, knowing what makes you happy, knowing what makes you sad. Yeah. You need to examine yourself and know yourself for you to have a very good relationship. And you should also get to know people too. Yeah. yeah. In summary, self awareness is the bedrock of mental awareness. Yeah. Yes. There's Thank no you. mentally aware person mm-hmm. without self awareness. Yeah. yeah. That's just the summary. And also, there's something called insights in mental health. When you are mm-hmm. out, that's you know when you're trying to evaluate patients. Um. 
you know, being aware of their mental condition, it's a sign of progress. Yeah. When it's maybe a mental health physician sees a patient and realizes this patient doesn't actually know that he has a problem, mm. then the first thing they want to get to that patient to is to the point of insight. When that patient is aware that, oh, there's actually something wrong with me. And then so the person can be open to seek for help. Yeah. So actually self-awareness is the, yeah. it's actually the foundation. Like somebody that has anger issues mm-hmm. will tell you, it just made me angry. Yeah, it took. That's why I'm mm-hmm. angry. That's you know? I'm angry. But the reality is, you are an angry person. Yes. You are overly angry. Yeah, and, and that's the problem. Know. And you don't know. Addressed. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. With that. It's not really what people are doing. It's mm-hmm. how you react to the situation. Situation. Yeah. So that, that's that's no, that's why I said there's no there's no mental awareness, no mental mm-hmm. strength. There's no mental strength without mental awareness, and there's no mental awareness without self awareness. Yeah, that's just it. Self awareness, mental awareness, mental strength. That's how it goes. And the beautiful thing about self awareness is in the university setting, just like um, Damilola said, you're going to meet a lot of people. Mm. Not just with values, but with like crazy abilities. You're going to meet people that are like overly smart. You're going to meet people that can sing with all these different abilities. And there's this um, pressure to want to cave in and feel less of yourself. But when you understand that these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses and you embrace all those things and you focus more on your strengths, it helps you to become a better person, to you know improve your confidence because you know that, okay, you are not this person. You are you and you... Is the best thing that you can ever have. So self-awareness over any other thing, any other day. Thank you very much, Damilola, Gabriel, and Avastoria for that. Yeah, yeah so um, we're moving on to the core of the matter. We actually just had entrepreneurship and economic summit, and it was like the talk of OAU at that period. And it actually gave insight to people knowing that our medical students, they are doing other things, right? We had those that were doing forex. We had yes. those that even had them. Um, Jomi Jewels, uh, you know, is an influencer. Someone was even saying that a medical student is an influencer. How? <laughs> How? You get. So, um, Madam VP, you are a medical student mm-hmm. in part five. Mm-hmm. You are the vice president of Ifumsa <laughs> Politics. <laughs> you have our story, a mental health brand. And Number I'm sure two. there are other things because we know you're a very religious. <laughs> so how do you combine oh all these commitments? So because these things all require attention, they require focus, they require commitment. So how do you manage, you know, and at some point it actually affects you mentally because you're like, I'm exhausted. How how can I continue? I just want to quit everything and let me have some rest. So how do you combine all these things and still keep your mental health intact? Thank you. Thank you for that question. Nice. Thank you, Miss Self Reflex. <laughs> still, self awareness will still be where I'm coming back to. Self awareness helps you to relate with people better. It helps you know when something is weighing you down. It helps you know when something is giving you joy. It helps you know how to putting much energy into a place that you're less good at or where you're less you're less effective and it helps you um, divert energy into something that is more productive for me i it's, it's different from different people it's different from different people so my own core of being self-aware is my spiritual strength really so because i you if you follow humans of the film side you see we are actually talked about how yes i'm a christian but there was this very low moment of my life that I could literally say I was begging God to give me a good score again in medical school. And it's like, God was just like, baby girl, you know, you'll be fine. And nothing happened. Nothing happened, really. But, you know, it's, it's a proven fact that people who have a sense of faith, whatever you are believing in, really, they're able to hold on better and they're able to hope because hope is really the essence of mental strength. The fact that you are hoping, oh, I think this can work better. There's this hope gives you a light. Hope is like a light, really. 
and that's why we believe that people who have a sense of faith are more hopeful than people who believe life just happens anyhow do you understand what i'm saying like yeah. when you have a, something that is holding you it's like you get like it's a sense of purpose faith gives people many people a sense of purpose that's really how it works so for me that's like the central thing and then i i act from the other centers it's because if that that for me doesn't shake it's like the surest thing i have it's a bit different for somebody else maybe for somebody else it's my business and if that business crashes then every single thing crashes so maybe the day when my faith crashes uh-huh <laughs> that kind of thing but i don't think it will <laughs> it shouldn't thank you very very much so yeah believe in something stand for something have that yeah. conviction that doesn't shake that conviction it, um, automatically rubs off on every other commitment you have, gives you something to keep holding on to and moving on. Thank you very much, Madam VP, for that. So, Honorable Idera, <laughs> we have a very serious matter on ground. On ground. <laughs> In fact, this is the most serious of all the matters wow. because everybody has been publishing and pushing this gospel of breakfast. <laughs> okay. okay. Everybody believes that breakfast will go round. <laughs> so no, we there. Okay. So no, we there. Relationship. People even chop breakfast on Valentine's Day. So. So I get. I I actually know this was a topic that we had in one of the podcasts. I think during Valentine's Day also breakfast, but we're not talking about breakfast now. We are positive people here. So let's talk about relationships and medical school and the mental challenges that come with these things. These things, relationships are stressful. Let's not like, yes, it's lovey dovey, it's nice, it's cute, the pictures are great, Graham makes it look beautiful, but they all come with their conflicts, they all come with their, you know, problems. How do you think that medical students especially can combine or manage their mental health while dealing with school? And especially for those who are their own people, their own partners are not even in medical, medical school, yeah. so they don't even understand. understand. And those that are living, doing long distance relationship too. So, okay, so I think the first thing you need to understand, everyone needs to understand, is dating as a medical student, whether it's the person you're dating as a medical student or otherwise, is that you you need to be focused. You don't have the time to be with someone who plays toxicity on your busyness. Mm. You say you're busy, you have in-courses. Oh, is it every time you have in-courses? I go to school too. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. So do you get that? So mm. when once you notice that, oh, you're seeing this person and they're not really... Da, 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 da. If you know you want to be a serious person, you need to let go of such people. And it's hard because like feelings, obviously, but if you are focused, you mm. need to know that this person is not right for me. And that's if they are not willing to learn. Mm. They are not willing to understand. They are not willing to understand that. There was a time in Exitno's um, calendar that we're having in-courses every month. You can't start reading for an in-course a day before or two days before. Someone can't start calling you and be like, oh, let's go hang out. Mm. I'm like, hang out where? Mm-hmm. My life is hanging out. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> so someone yeah. who understands is very key. You can't keep people around who are not willing to understand, who are not willing to give you time to grow and time to. They are proud. Exactly. So yeah. you are proud. Like when you start hearing things They're like. Proud. I got to a point, that was even in part two, early part two. I had like friends from Jupeb. And you know, they were like, oh, we should go out, we should hang out. And I was like, I really don't have the time. And they're like, oh, she's in med school and now she's proud. 
Do you get? I know that people like, you've been coming with for a very long time. Maybe mm. some people wanted to get into medicine and they go. That's fine. You want to keep these ties. Do you understand? But then you get to the point where oh, I'm busy next weekend. I'm busy next weekend. I'm busy. It's, it. I had to leave those people behind at some point. Not because I wanted to or because I was proud or anything. But these are people that would make me feel bad. After med school is already pummeling the life out of me on a steady. So mm. you have to leave those. If they're not willing to learn. They're not willing to give you the time. They're not willing to give you space. You just have to let them go and grow on your own. People will come. Friends will come. Relationships yeah. will come. Another boo will come. Another boo. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, this will either be the worst relationship of your life mm. or it will end in forever. Yeah. It's not going to be the worst. Mm. You will meet someone who is better. They might not be the same person, but you'll definitely meet someone that's better. So, yeah. There's always space for growth. Drop that toxic relationship, please. guys. Oh, for your mental health, <laughs> please drop <laughs> it. It's not helping you. Actually, if you're in a relationship with a toxic person, you Ooh. will not do well in medical You will. There's no way. Nah, because you, you need somebody that can support always give you that mental support. Because yeah. imagine you writing, for instance, my very first 40 was Easter Embro. Mm. And I read for Easter Embro, I could legit tell you that. I read like maybe the first six topics. If I finished all the topics I was meant to read in Jinguera. And by the time I was done with Patria, I dusted Jinguera complete. Even though I look back, I'm like, oh wow, Victoria, you really read all of Jinguera. Because I kind of just liked the old histology thing. But for some reason, mm. I had 46. Mm. You know, I, I went to sports and I went to cry. Like, ah, <laughs> I read this thing. I read this thing. Because people came with, oh, uh, histologist like this. You should read this one. You know, mm. so many advices at the same time. Mm. Something like that. And imagine if maybe you're in a relationship with one toxic person. Or maybe it's even not, you know, it's, toxicity is not even just when somebody's outside medical school. You could even be dating a medical student yeah. that feels like you're just. Simple subject. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. they're just making, they're just making mm-hmm. a mountain mm-hmm. out of a mole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you are struggling with this thing. Or imagine the person is even a class higher than you. And she's like, and I did this, this, this thing. I had to do it now. Outside romantic relationships. Mm. Even yeah, friendships. I used to struggle so much with sociology. I, till today, I don't know what sociology is about. I, I struggled all the way from part two to part three. And I'll be telling my friend, she's in, she's in Star Wars. And she'll be like, this thing is not hard. Now just read it. I'll be like, just read what? I said, I don't understand. <laughs> so even outside romantic relationships, yeah. people just sometimes just... Yeah, like, you, you, you just really keep it. relationships mm-hmm. like that. And then most of the time, if one thing is communicate, if you're able to communicate your points, maybe find, okay, I think I'm, I'm struggling with this thing. For instance, I do better when I have to write things in text mm-hmm. and not voice notes. So most times, if you know me, I'll t- you will know that. I don't like voice notes. Uh, but uh, you know, I remember the first meeting we had. She said it. I've not. You're not. Oh my. That's like, I, I, what too much. It's about too. It's about too now. Too much. Okay. I don't like voice notes, so I prefer to read things in text because I'd probably like descend the emotion myself. And if I feel like oh, this thing is not making sense to me, mm. I can then reach out to you. Mm. But in that space, like that part three, had to be like my worst time in medical school. I was keeping away from people because people just I remember somebody telling me that oh now yeah oh that now you're seeing that medical now you're well you are being welcomed into medical school like, and I asked myself I did part I know, two right? I mean I brought how many courses in part two I did part three up to this level and you feel like this time when I'm maybe not getting this scores that you've always known me to be the good scores person you now feel like. It's not a welcoming moment. Yeah. You know, that's, you know that's the thing. That's so, I, I so discouraging. That it, I knew that the person yeah. was just trying Messed to tell up. me that, oh, don't think about it. But it just wasn't Messed sitting up. well in my head. Yeah. 
for the for that moment, I think I just kind of just blocked yeah. the person. Not because I was mad at the person, but because yeah. you don't I need that in your friend. I didn't yeah. need the energy. I, mean, I didn't just need that to add, at all. Like, just to add, like don't downplay people's emotions because if you can't relate to it, mm-hmm. like someone comes to tell you that I can't read, I can't focus because I just broke up with my boyfriend. I like. You can't it's actually not the word that people need to hear at that time. Like see, if you don't even have anything to say, and this is going out to the male people, the male community especially. The male community, they are very insensitive. Yeah, like if if a guy guys don't even talk, they don't even talk about breakfast. They're like, oh guy, they don't say breakfast, rest, move on.
just express yourself better. They know that they, you don't like it when they raise their voice mm-hmm. at you. So but you the guys, message are, been passed, the message right? has been passed. You resolve it and you move forward. So if you are not able to resolve your conflict properly with the people you love, it's okay to go for therapy so that you guys can have a third party that is sensible and that is, you know, that is and reliable. It's not emotionally involved. Exactly. exactly. It's not emotionally involved. So that you guys, it is blackmail to take a problem that you're having with your boyfriend to his mother knowing that she will <laughs> sign <laughs> him. <laughs> so thank you very 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 much actually this is the last question we are asking this is the very very last question i think it's one of the questions that come comes to everybody's mind at some point and i'm going to ask damilola once again because like i said getting to final year in medicine no be beans <laughs> it takes a lot of tenacity it takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of focus discipline commitment dedication to actually see something through to an almost finish which i believe she will finish mbch yeah. being oh, yeah. <laughs> right so do you think it is worth it the stress of medical school the the um, trauma the the thrills and the trauma the um the ups and the lows the anxiety that comes with it the um the imposter syndrome everything do you think all the stress that it it brings to our mental health do you think it is worth it in, at the end of the day hmm. this is a very beautiful question because today i was just thinking about it so like see like you read everybody's everybody. mind because <laughs> today's clinic was just so crazy i was just like who am i even here like what is all this hashtag is it worth it is it worth it <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. to paraphrase so hmm maybe <laughs> if i'm done i can also answer in another way but so far let me just try to answer from the experiences i've had I would say that ultimately know your why. Just know why you're here. Find and your ikigya. Your ikigya. And I'll be coming. Honestly, that's that is basically what's going to keep you going. I can tell you because you are not going to feel like it. So you are not going to like this journey mm-hmm. because it is a crazy one. It is it is one that will take so much from you that you keep. In fact, almost start to lose yourself you almost start to feel like this is not the person that entered into medical school who am i becoming what is the essence of this imagine me being in final year obviously all the people i met as a past one student they have all graduated mm-hmm. some of them married if they're not married to the children already and you just spend so much time in the training you come out and even your lecturers are telling you see you want to come into this life Jackpot. <laughs> you know, you hear so many things that's discouraging, but understand your why. And that's why I'll tell you that it's worth it mm. if you know your why. Because for me as a person, I realized that despite this whole crazy stress, I would still do it again. Yeah, I think I had so sad. stuff before. I would still do it again. Really well, don't. maybe not in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, maybe not in OAU because OAU is crazy. But really, I couldn't. I, I can't even imagine myself doing something else, not being a doctor. Mm. There is a satisfaction that comes from, you know, just giving help to people. Someone comes and you can figure out, like you're some sort of magic share, and you can figure out what's wrong with the person. And you just give the person a drug or do a particular surgery, the person is fine. You know, those things give me joy. Or, you know, you see a patient that you actually maybe you managed like two years ago and the person would say, ah, doctor, this is the baby and yeah. baby's all grown. You're just so Best happy. Thing Those ever. things <laughs> So at the end of the day, I would say it's worth it. And just like, yeah. to, you know, wrap everything up. 
it's to encourage everyone especially those in preclinicals because you feel like the whole journey is still far but just keep staying at it just keep reminding yourself your why don't allow your self-esteem to be defined by what your lecturers tell you by the scores you get in school determine that you're going to be a good doctor the fact that you are here as a medical student shows that you deserve to be a doctor you deserve to be a good doctor, and you would be and don't let anybody tell you otherwise don't let um the things around you start to shake those things so you have to understand your your reason for being here i know everybody says ben Carson and stuff <laughs> and it seems like ben Carson was one that misled us <laughs> <laughs> and then this is also to people who along the journey realize that maybe medicine is not really what they want to do i mean for me i i entered medical school thinking ah Maybe I'll go into neurosurgery and those very high looking things. But right now, I'm a baby girl. I want to enjoy my life. <laughs> and I'm just thinking for like a very chill specialty. Don't worry, you will know very soon, but not now. Can't yeah. wait. But, you know, just for people who don't really think that medicine is actually what they want to do, I'll just say that for you to be here already, just keep at it. This is actually something beautiful. The experiences you get as a medical doctor, you know, it's actually something that people don't get outside. The kind of knowledge that you have as a person, people don't have it outside. It's life-changing. It is a life-changing knowledge. What you have is life-changing. That's just the word. And so just stick at it. Just put in your best. I love this quote, you know. It's a Bible passage. You know, whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it well. Because it's something you are found to do. Please do it well. Except you feel like, okay, there is really nothing for you in medicine. Then I'll just say, might as well just leave. But as long as you're here and you want to do this, why not give it your best? You can give it your best. There are people who, the day they got their ABCHB, they left medicine and they did something else. Do you understand? But at least for the time they were doing medicine, they actually put in their best into it. They were lives they impacted. They were people that they met, you know, and till tomorrow, you know, those people could be grateful for those things. So just keep at it. Have your support system around you. Keep believing in yourself. And honestly, the sky is not even your limit. Mm, the sky is definitely not your yep. limit. I think in addition <laughs> to what Tamilova said, I think it's important for medical students to know how to unplug. Mm. There were times, there was one time that we had in courses back to back. I think it was... Um, neuro, neuro. No, it was neuro the day after... Neuro anatomy and neurophysiology. Yeah. I can tell you that... I, did, I think we did neurophysiology first. Which one was it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, point is, I I read for the first one. Then the next day, the night over, I cried all night. Mm. I didn't really, cause I knew there was no point. So mm. I just I cried and then I slept. Mm. And then I wrote the examination. Mm. And after that, the grind still continued. I didn't mm-hmm. unplug. Mm-hmm. And by the time the next exam came, mm. I think I was so wound up mm. that I broke down immediately. So mm. I think it's very important. For medical yeah. students to learn how to unplug. Yeah. If you have to turn off your phone, I mute the class group yeah. when you study. I don't want to hear about these guys, these lecturers hate us. Yeah. I don't even want to, so I just mute all those things and yeah. I unplug. I see a movie, I sleep, I go out, yeah. all of that. So I think that's something that lots of medical students don't do. Yeah. And you should incorporate it into your lifestyle more often. Yeah, very important. I do that a lot, honestly. Sometimes close to MB, maybe I'll just sleep for like a whole day i'm not reading it like exam is on monday i'm like don't worry i want to sleep i want to watch a movie because honestly sometimes you get into that zone so much that your head is clogged you really don't know what you're doing 
you just need to get something. Sometimes even to just even leave Ife, you maybe just even go to Ivy or even just go to a resort or just go somewhere and clear mm. your head. Well, I found no get money. Ah, that's how money is important. But really, even if you don't even have money, <laughs> just uh, find somewhere. Just go and you come back refreshed honestly you just need it to be honest and, and that's sometimes how you, you need like double break yeah, yeah. Cool. because people want to define what a break should be like mm. yeah like i think have enough for you yeah and friday saturday sunday come back on monday but yeah monday and don't feel judged don't feel like ah why am I resting while my friends are reading? Don't compare. Don't compare yourself, yourself to people. They know me like self awareness. I mean, I can be a very like hardworking person, but when I've zoned out, I've zoned out. Mm-hmm. I can't be like scrubbing in th- in theater, for example, this minute, and next minute I'm like, I want to go and sit down. Like, I'm tired already. That's my limit. I can't stress myself. So just know your limits, and you know, just apply wisdom at every step of the way. And you'll be good, really. You'll be good. Everything, everything, see, boys are on self awareness. Knowing yourself. Okay, this guy is reading six hours. Can I do it? I know. No. But can I do two hours effectively? Yeah. Yes. Then do it yeah. and enjoy yourself. Yeah. That's that just it. Yeah, you really need to know what works for you. Know what works for you. If you don't like reading. You may be the best. What we may need is a friend that might really just enjoy reading. You know, some people enjoy reading. Yeah. Doctor Itunu mentioned in the Entrepreneurship and Economics Summit that she could be at home till half the semester. This is not advice, please. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is not academic advice. Don't follow it. But she said she could be at home for the half of the semester. When it's time for income, she just comes, goes to all her friends mm-hmm. that love reading, and she just sit down and listen to them talk. Maybe yeah. she do one or two reading, and she and still comes out with the seventh. Yeah, you yeah. just really need to know what works, no works for you. Yeah, yeah. no works for you. What works for you? Like yeah. as this friend of mine, I still always look back and wish, okay, I try to look at it. What could have been the problem? What could have been the problem? And yeah. that's like the first thing that came to my mind was. While we're together in levels, you know, she's that kind of person that gets tired, you know. She cannot be like, see, people, mm. I don't want to do this again. She mm. has that moment where she can, she can switch off like five times in, in one minute. Mm. I'm, like, I'm not doing, 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 you know. <laughs> but we, we want to do it. <laughs> we are always doing. And when we finally say, we are not doing, everybody's like, we are not doing. Let's just sleep kind of thing. So the moments where we are busy doing, we're like, okay, so this is what we've done. We tell you, we do this, we do this. So, and when she says, okay, these guys are really not giving up. She just sits with you and then puts in the best. Like, okay, let me do this moment. So sometimes, laziness, you really just realize that, yeah, yeah, I'm just lazy. Yeah, I, I think that's very important. I just realized mm-hmm. I think I'm just being lazy, but I don't know how to be hardworking. Yeah, they can just ask questions. So I think I yeah. like this person's approach. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the smartest person in your class, and you yeah. can just ask questions like, yeah. How do you feel this thing? How do you do this? How do you do this? How do yeah. you do that kind of thing? And have people that put you in check. Yeah, like so. But at the end of the day, you might have just, you might really have just read for 30 minutes, sitting down and active reading of 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but in in total, you have read for like four hours because all you did was, okay, what did you read today? Would you like to discuss with me? Mm-hmm. There are people like that, like, for instance, if I read something, I want to discuss it. I keep thinking about it in like that thousands works of for, ways. That works for me too. Yeah. Thousands of ways. So if you come to me at that time and say, Victoria, what did you read today? And I say this. I can even, I even do it to other people too. What did you read today? Do you want to talk about it with me? Yeah. And because I, what I hear, I don't forget. Yeah. Then <laughs> My friends always say it. Then find ways to make learning interesting for yeah. you. Do you get like honestly? It doesn't have to be so boring, and you just have to sit down in a very silent, mm-hmm. stoic environment. See, if you see me reading, sometimes, please, I may, I may look crazy. <laughs> I can just take a break and start dancing. And once I just see that my head is getting clogged, or just form like a song or something out of my. 
for. Okay, like there was something I said during my while he who knows how will be will get the job, he who knows why will be his boss. If you can know why, like the why to many of these things that you are reading, really? I really feel you will enjoy them a lot. Like yeah. a lo- we're reading on hypercalcemia and and why it causes a muscular weakness. I really cannot forget that. Like me and my cousin, we cannot forget because we always look at why. When you know why, you 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 have it at the fingertips. Yeah. I don't know. It tends to there's a way. I don't know. It just tends to lock up in your bed yeah. somewhere and. I think that's we, that's we can't even have all this conversation in one day, and that's why he's Follow us for more, for more content. Yes. This is, and what's the idea of doing again? If Fumsa cares him, just if Fumsa cares him. So we've actually said so much. We. We did not budget to come this far, but I mean, this is men. The, the subject of mental health cannot be exhausted sure. within even um, a hundred days. It is a subject because it affects. I mean, there are sometimes you just have mood swings and automatically your body just shuts down. You can't even do anything because you are having a mood swing. Even when you want to read, you just cannot get yourself to read because you are having a mood swing. That's how powerful your mental health is. That's how powerful it can it can affect, just like um, Victoria said, it affects everything. It affects how you live, how you think, how you function, how you act, everything. So your mental health is so important. And just a little recap of everything that has been said. They are just one word like one one word things that can actually define everything um damilola spoke about tolerance right victoria spoke about self-awareness right um someone spoke um, yeah um idea spoke about understanding yourself which is also self-awareness but in, in retrospect to like in a really being in a relationship now you know knowing your boundaries and knowing when to cut off and when to hold on right gabriel spoke about you know just the, the bedrock of everything is still self-awareness at the end of the day and um honorable james like even spoke about speaking up and speaking out at the right time don't wait till it starts to choke so it's very important that you listen to this over and over this podcast listen to it again and again and just like i mentioned the university mental health day is for awareness so don't just keep this to yourself the moment you get this podcast send it to your friends send it to your family members send it to everybody that you love put it on instagram put it on twitter put it on social media put it on um on whatsapp let everybody understand that mental health is important that you're a student does not mean that your mental health doesn't doesn't matter because how what this cause you you live with the the kind of grade you graduate with is all dependent on how optimal your mental health is right so Please don't forget, we've been mentioning it. It is not a joking matter. Follow a FUMSA care team. <laughs> if you have any suggestions for what you want to see us doing, the care team, um, the um, Honorable President Akin Olu put this together and he brought the best of the best brains, the people who are like the mental health freaks, like I call them. <laughs> In every class, every class is duly represented because every class matters. I, I think except the part, the current part the one, part one years, okay. current part one class. So please and please reach out to the care team if you have suggestions reach us via dms or in your we for the part two class we have me amarachi for the part three we have gabriel for the part four we have um do we have no we have evening part Oh, no. Yes. No, no, no. In in the FUMSA care team, there are a lot of counselors actually. Yeah, yeah. there are a lot of counselors. It's not just the main team members, team. but we have mm-hmm. counselors in each team. 
like at least minimum of five people in minimum of five so i think we'll so definitely along, along you know all as time goes on you get, get to know, to know, know them. more of yeah. them yeah and also you can reach out to us via our instagram dms so if you have any problem or any challenge reach out to us via the instagram dms and we will we'll handle it and deal with it we can promise you that also if like i said if you have suggestions reach out to us via the instagram dms tell us what you want to see do you want us to start having yoga classes i'm sure we have people that do yoga do you want us to start having dancing sessions or talking sessions whatever it is just tell us what it is we day for you 100 percent thank you very much for listening to all of us once again and just reiterating um thank you very much idera for being here with us thank, thank you very much damilola for taking out your time thank you very much madam dp victoria shitu number one avastoria yeah. <laughs> thank you very much honorable jensek ebenezer himself the number one star representative and thank you very very much um gabriel aka gifted and I'm thank you this. very very much thank Congrats. you very much to our number one piero master projector voice magic projector ah quintessential ifumsa piero we thank you very much for putting this together and of course i mean thank you to myself too <laughs> it's not easy thank you so and thank you too for listening so yeah do have a look and just um just so that we can appreciate show you that we really appreciate you if you listen to this point you will get um if you reach out to us you will get whatever kind of therapy you need whether it is couple therapy whether it is friend therapy whether we will prioritize financial therapy therapy. we will put your um your whatever it is you ask for at the top of our list so yeah do have a lovely day or night or afternoon at whatever time you listen to Bye. Bye. bye bye